I've been looking into a lot of psychology over the last few weeks. That's my thing that's been interesting for me. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've not been going too deep into it, but I've just been looking at a lot of misconceptions about psychology and things that people get confused about, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a really weird coincidence. We watched Boondock Saints, right? Yeah, Just finally. before. Finally. A couple of hours ago. And there's a part at the very beginning of the movie where the priest... The priest was talking about this woman named Kitty Genovese. Or Genovese and it was a woman that really existed in New York in the 70s. Um, and she was murdered. Yep. In um, cold blood by some piece of shit, right? Yep. Don't remember where it was in New York, but some suburb that was a bit kind of lower class. And um, there was a huge uproar about it at the time because that's where the whole theory of um, bystander apathy um, came into fruition mm-hmm, when it mm-hmm. first existed. And there was a huge news story in the New York Times about how the the people who were around at the time, all these people in the tenement buildings around her or whatever, there was like 38 different people who didn't report the crime. Right. And it, and it started off this um, idea that has kind of perpetuated till today that when there's lots of people around, nobody does anything. So it was that kind of theory where... Um, you know, if there's some guy on the train um, being um, really bad to his wife and yep. say, talking shit to his wife and being a horrible husband or something like that, the more people on the train, the less there is a chance of anyone actually stepping in. Right. And if there's only one person on the train or two people on the train, there's a much better chance. And the, oh, yeah. and the theory is that, you know, it's because um, people are just apathetic. And they just don't do anything because it's like, oh, well, someone else can solve yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the interesting thing is the theory's pretty much, it's bullshit and it's wrong. And the idea is it's not really apathy, as in you don't care. It's that you are frozen mm. because it's a it's a social thing where you don't want to be the person that overreacts. Right. So it's not that you makes don't sense. care. Yeah, it's it more sense. of a social thing. And it was really cool. They did this study where they had a, a woman... Um, inviting these people in for testing for a psychological testing um, and, and she would say alright I'm just going to go to this other room and I'll be right back with the stuff we need for the test so they don't know what's going on what the test is about what she's actually doing she's going into the other room closing the door and before she closes the door it's obvious that there's like a table in there and like a step ladder and some books and shit mm-hmm. and there's like a sound you know of, of her falling a sound of books falling over and maybe a sound of her going like ah and if they ever did that study where only one person was in the room, that person would straight away like get up and go over to the door like, you okay? Mm. And if there was two people or three people or four, the more people they added, um, the less uh, reaction, like the longer the reaction right. time was. Yeah. Because they do that thing where, you know, you look at each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Are uh, you going to do it? Yeah. And it was just really interesting. And anyway, I, I went down that rabbit hole. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. And then I found this really awesome study about um, human behavior versus ape behavior and how we're different to apes and how we're similar. Mm-hmm. And I came across this crazy fucking study that they did. Fuck, I don't even remember how long ago they did it now. And I, I just remembered it by writing down chimp money. Yeah. And I see this. So do you, take a guess. What do you think I'm going to talk about? Chimps and money. Yes. Uh, you nailed it. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so they did a study they're like all right so humans uh-huh. um we've we've only used you know we started off with a with just living in as hunter gatherers sure and we didn't have a currency of any type we didn't even barter 
We didn't trade at all. We right. just, everything was communal. We yep. shared everything. We even shared children. Wow. Like in an anthropological sense, thousands of years ago, we literally didn't know that kid, that new kid that just fucking popped out of that of that woman in mm. our tribe. Mm-hmm. We don't know who the dad is. And you know what? It well, doesn't matter. We're all the dad. Rad. How cool is that, right? Right. So everyone's kind of just fucking everyone, willy-nilly, and it doesn't matter who the dad is. We're... That's everyone's child. It's beautiful. But then we moved on from there. We went to That's ha- a Then we went to trading. It's yeah, a it's commune. a commune. But it's like super commune. Super. Ultra commune. Super commune. Super commune. <laughs> and, and then we went to hunter-gathering. I'm sorry. Hunter-gatherer lifestyle stone age. Then we went into the bronze age and the iron age. And as that happened, it went into bartering. And then we started using currency. And I think it was the Chinese that kind of really started that off. Mm. And ever since the currency has become a thing that's it's just a huge part it's almost rooted into our it's rooted into us now mm. um that we we just have this system mm. and there's all this talk these days about how you know oh fucking the world's getting crazy and the distribution of wealth is just all shot to shit and there's too many there's too many um poor people in the world and there's you know so few rich people and we've got to find a way to fix this mm. and there's all this chat about um, you know, redistribution of wealth and mm. that sort of stuff. How are we going to do it? And there's all this talk in America about how they're saying, you know, we have a universal basic income. And yeah, it's, it's just communism, really, isn't it? But no, universal basic income is different to but communism. But it's like a version of it. It's, it's, yeah, it's a long... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. heading down a road that's, that's got communism, you know, running not parallel, but it's, it's definitely a different way of thinking. Yeah. And there's, a, a lot, there's very few people that... Um, of academic merit that actually think it's a good idea. Most people are just like, nah, it's fucking ridiculous. It's, an, it's a nice it's a nice thing to yeah, scribble yeah. down on a piece of paper, but it's not going to work. And it just, it really, it was such a fun thing to look into. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm just talking your ear off now, I just realised. This okay. isn't even a conversation, I'm just talking. <laughs> you just really want to tell me about chimp money. No, it's really exciting. Anyway, but you need to get to all the, of this yep. stuff is interesting. Yeah, it is. It is interesting, but yeah. I'll get to the point. Good. Chimp money. Okay. They got a bunch of chimps. And they went to say, you know what? What happens if we teach chimps how to use currency? Fuck off. And they took to it straight away. Really? They slowly introduced it by, instead of currency, they would treat things like, um, they would do like a, you know, an, an extrinsic reward system where if you do something good you or do a job or a task, you get rewarded with bananas. Sure. And then they transition the chimps, I think, by instead of just giving a banana when they do something, they give them the banana and berries and like a piece of like some sort of token. Right? Oh, okay. And then after that, they started taking the banana away and just giving them the token. And it kind of created a value because they taught the chimps, if you give us that token back later, we'll give you a banana. Fuck off. Right? It's How brilliant. cool is this? Yeah. So then the chimps are like, you know, they're coming up to the to the people and they're saying, giving them the token. They're like, oh, um, banana, please. And then they give them the token and the, yeah. the scientist gives them the banana. Yeah. But then the chimps realized that they could do things to and get- provide services for each other for tokens. What? And so the female chimps started prostituting themselves. Are you for fucking tokens. serious? And they, the researchers, I'll give you a wristy for your coin. The ris- the researchers actually witnessed, like, and documented in their research, over and over and over again. The the male chimps would pretty much, you know, they'd go broke. <laughs> <laughs> they would go broke, giving their tokens <laughs> to the female chimps because the female chimps would offer up their bodies. <laughs> 
and then they'd get fucked and then they would and then there'd be a transition of tokens from male to female fuck and, off and then the females would um and then the females would trade in the tokens get bananas but then the females would end up sharing the bananas with the males anyway and stuff oh, like that it was just nice. this, it was just this crazy it was this what crazy study and when i started reading it i haven't even finished reading it but it was it just absolutely blew my mind and I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> How the hell? That's so weird. <laughs> I'm just literally think I'm picturing a scenario where where the monkeys are like where the chimps are going, uh, I need more tokens. I suck your dick for a token. <laughs> suck yeah, and that's what I mean. Token. I wanted to keep reading, so I was just like, wondering where that would escalate to if they kept I... doing that system for enough years. I mean, it would have to it would have to escalate at some point to something else. We end up with, you know, pimp chimps. And you end up with like mafia chimps and you end up with, you know, like CEO chimps who have just got all the tokens. Pimp and chimp. I think we've just found the name for this yeah, episode. This is Pimp Chimp. I'm already picturing the artwork yeah, now. Yeah, good. That's what we need. Oh, fucking hell. Pimp Chimp. But I've had chimp money written down on that board yeah. for weeks now. I've actually been really fascinated by it. And that's what chimp money means. Fucking hell, that's crazy. I'm sorry about the really long winded oh, thing just, leading up to it. That's but just how you roll. <laughs> but, but it that's is okay. interesting. It's, no, you're fucking 100%. And I'm reading about communism right now and just how fucked it, it all is. Mm. I bought Ooh. this book called um, The Gulag Archipelago, which is about the Soviet Union between... 1918 I think and 1948 how just you know right. up, up to like maybe a hundred million yeah, maybe up to like 80 80 million Russians died well, during the, oh, yeah. com, the that communist era like because Stalin. Yeah, Is that Stalin? under Stalin yeah because of um yeah most a lot of it was related to you know agriculture and really just horrible ideas with redistribution of wealth and mm. people being you know imprisoned for the silliest of things and I'm, I've, I've only just started reading that I'm really excited to talk at length and annoy you about that I'm not going to listen but there's another story in there I'm going to talk to you about later yeah. just a hint alright I've wanted to talk to you about Mal and the Sparrows for a while that's Mal. coming up <laughs> stay, Mal stay tuned stay tuned for Mal I feel like I, I, I feel like I really want to like chip money cracks me up that's that is that has blown my mind. Mm. If that's if that's true, like I want to, I'm going to Google it. Obviously, do it, man. Cold facts. Um, but I I'm not surprised. It it's not. Oh well, I am surprised. It's not dis. It's not disbelief though. Like I. I find that because you're in shock. I'm in shock, and it's funny that I suppose. What else can they do? What else? If they're gonna, if they're gonna, if they figure out, if they've got long enough to figure out that this token will get me a banana. Because the, the fucked up thing is, this is human. Humans are fucked. We would have been starving them so that they would think that they're like, okay, I need a banana so bad. How do I get a banana? Mm. Um, How incredible is that though? That money is just an abstract thing that has no value. Has no value. But we just place value into it. Yeah. So cool. It's yeah, it is cool. But yeah, how do they? It's just a, it, all money no, is is just a shitty I O. It's an I O U. It is. That's it's all a, it is. Um, how do they? How does the chimp go? For, I suppose they've got nothing else to offer either. Like realistically, if they if they are so smart, they can think. Yeah, I mean, if you if were a I chimp and you wanted tokens, what would you offer? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But you'd offer up your bits. Do, do you think that they went to stealing the things first? No, you know what? I actually they they work on the dominant. You know how shit structure. my memory is. I, uh, chimps are aggressive as fuck. I yeah. don't. 
I don't recall the the bit that stuck out for me was the prostitution, but I would almost certainly think that the most alpha, like the most yeah. aggressive, would have just stolen the tokens. Um, chimps would steal the tokens, yeah. But they're so smart; they probably hide the tokens as well, knowing that if uh, if they're not if they're not strong enough. This is a fucked up study too. This is a real like this is humans being pretty messed up. Yeah, but I mean it's not as bad as <laughs> But what are they it's trying? It's not to as bad as product testing on animals and th- like the other shit we do to animals is just as bad. I don't know, you've just or turned worse. But we've just turned this this animal into a prostitute. <laughs> Forced it into prostitution. We, no, that's what we've done. No, if we hadn't got involved, if humans didn't get involved, they wouldn't have been prost. They wouldn't have been whoring themselves out. Yeah, true. Isn't that weird? When yeah. you think about it, when you actually really there's think a grey area there. It's like who really, you know, who was it that made that chimp a prostitute? Was it her, of her own volition, or was it? It was necessity by the sound. I mean, her. if that's the case, can we blame the mint on on well, creating crime? Probably. But then again, people were killing each other before, long before currency. Mm. That's funny. Mm. Oh, well done. Good work. You are welcome. When we were growing up, um, well, I've already mentioned my mum was pretty... Awesome. A bit of a free spirit. Hippie. Bit of a hippie... If I told you we used to get um, cleansed, our aura used to get cleansed with the sage with the sage stick. It was a what's uh, a sage stick? It's um, it's you light the end. It's a Native American um, thing where you light sage and the smoke is what cleanses you. And a lot of people do it these days. The sage stick um, just go around through the house. Yeah, yeah, cleansing, cleansing the bad jujus with the smoke of the sage stick and she used to have an eagle feather as well so she would if you were negative in any way she'd come up to you with the sage stick and smoke smoke where do you get an eagle feather from man i have no fucking idea hey i think there's i think that there are stores it'd be a market as in like literally the markets Mm. and where did they get the eagle feather from an eagle i wonder do you reckon they're plucking eagles? Aren't they endangered? Yeah. Aren't they protected species? Yeah. So maybe is it free? Is it like a fruitarian only eats fruit that's fallen from a tree? Is the same thing? Oh, dead eagle. I mean, it's yeah. like, hey guys, a dead eagle, we're rich. What's this bullshit? I'm going to sell this to hippies. <laughs> 50 bucks a feather. <laughs> um, so she used to come up to you and, and wave the chakra stick is it a chakra stick Sage fuck off mum I'm eating my two minute noodles <laughs> I don't like you I don't like your negative attitude fucking Michael Bice from Mars are on fuck off <laughs> battle battle cats are on battle cats are on mum fucking battle get lost uh, and she would get the eagle feather and, and, and cleanse your aura with the um the thing so she was pretty out there but she had a um I guess you could call it a wand so it was a stick with a um clear quartz on the top of it so it looked like a, um, and it had re- purple ribbon wrapped all the way along. So you, the stick was hidden. It was just um, wrapped in purple ribbon, and then the crystal was attached 
on the top of the stick. So it kind of looked like a Gandalf style staff. And how long was it? Um, how long was it? It was probably about the size of your arm. It was like a, a twirling maybe, baton. Yeah, probably about that. Like a metre and a half, maybe. All oh, right, okay. It was pretty long. And then it had a couple of eagle feathers dangling off it as well. So it looked like a, like nice. a wand, you know. And one time we had a bunch of friends up. Because this is when we were living in Queensland. They made a road trip all the way up. It was my brother's friends. And we, I was only young. So I would have been about maybe 10, 11 or 12 between, in that era. And they were all 15, 16, 17. And they all came up and... One, they had this conflict with one of their friends and he was a, he was a bit of a weird unit and um, his mum had come, driven him up, I think. And so they were all picked. They all, he used to be the butt of their jokes, but it, I, I guess it was one of those things where it's like it's all in good spirits because they wouldn't hang out with him if they didn't like him, but at the same time it was bullying, really. Um, There's always the weak friend. Yeah, the, yeah. The friend that you pick on. Yeah. And it's I a think sad truth, eh? It is a sad truth. And it, eventually I think he just got had dick of it and went fuck you guys and they had this massive argument and big fights and stuff no punch ups or anything that's like that. usually what happens too yeah yeah usually that one friend that everyone picks on ends up kind of just working their way out of the group yeah that's right um so so mum intervened and we had I, I still fucking remember it we all sat around in the lounge room we had to move all the furniture out and we sat in this big circle so there's like nine or ten people in this circle right and she sat us all down and she's like we need to discuss this and we we have to be this has to be an open forum open and honest but at the same time we can't have everyone talking over each other so she got that magic wand thing and like this is the talking stick whoever holds the talking stick can air their opinions if you're holding it you are the shaman <laughs> if you if you aren't holding it you need to you need to not talk and just listen and then you'll get your turn it's so funny because everyone was like just losing it when someone finally had the talking stick you guys are fucked because... And then everyone would be like, No, i fuck you, man. And then mum would... Ah, ah, ah. You don't have the talking stick. Wait. <laughs> and so she fucking... She had this whole weird thing going on and eventually... It actually resolved itself pretty well, I think. But it's so fucking weird. Yeah, I need one of those. The talking stick. You don't have the talking stick. I need a yeah, talking stick. Yeah, you do need a talking stick, actually. So people can say to me daily, Shh, You don't have the talking stick. You don't stick. have the talking stick, man talking spoon I just everyone uses a spoon what was it no it's a pillow it's usually a talking pillow yeah or a talking koosh what was what's a koosh a koosh is like a tennis ball sized ball with little nipples little nipply long plastic thing like like the uh, like the funk like the funk yeah (laughs) it's like no (laughs) you're not holding the funk Yeah, it's exactly that. It's the funk. Milk and its funky teats. It, it must have another name, but you buy it at a $2 shop. Pimple it ball. feels great. Pimple ball. A fidgety ball. Uh, yeah, that's the talking stick. That's a bit of a shit story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ukulele. In our friendship, mm. I think we've gotten into an argument maybe twice. And both times it was over the same thing. Oh, and it was over aggression and our interpretation of it. Right? Okay. Get ready. All right. I'm One time when we got into an argument, it yeah. was over your intruder. Oh, yeah. We got into an argument because I was like, because you told me what happened when the intruder came and uh-huh. how you solved the problem. Uh-huh. And I wasn't on board yep. with what you said. Yeah. 
and we got into an argument over you know oh well i would do this and i would do that blah, blah, blah. and at the end of the day who gives a fuck mm. you did what you wanted to do and mm-hmm. what you needed to do mm. and i would have done it differently but mm-hmm. it's okay mm. right mm-hmm. and then the other time we got into an argument is when we we're doing the podcast and it was me talking about arcing up at some cunt on a tennis court. Ah. And it was the first time we ever got together to do a podcast. And it was, and it just, we did, weren't feeling it. Yeah, It yeah. just felt really awkward. Yep. We had to stop. Yeah. About less than an hour in, we were just like, oh, you know what, 40 minutes in, let's not do this. And yeah. And I went home and we had a chat before I went home and it was really awkward. It we was. Fucking, and there was a part in my head, it's like, are we going to be able to keep doing the podcast after this? It was so <laughs> weird. And... It was fine, you mm. know. We're we're guys, and we talk about it. Yeah, and that's nah. It sounds a bit chauvinistic. That's fucking. Uh, I feel like one of my favorite thing. One of my favorite things about I'm generalizing, but mm. one of my favorite things about women is that women are just they're really. I'm trying to think of a, a good way to put it without sounding like a fuckwit, and I know that I'm going to sound like a fuckwit no matter how I say it. Mm, just women say it. are really just caring they're nurturing yeah and it's biological right like sure they're designed to fucking you know pump out a baby <laughs> yeah and 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 br- and bring a baby into the yeah. world and and care for it in its infancy and make sure it survives and yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. something men aren't built to do at mm. least for the infancy part mm. and we just we're just such a bunch of cunts but the thing that men one thing that men have going <laughs> for them that i really appreciate is i feel like when, whenever I'm talking to my wife or whenever I'm talking to my female friends, whenever they have a problem with their friends, it seems like they don't talk to each other about it. Right. And at least with us, like you and me, for right. example, we, we talk through it and we, yeah. when we fucking get to the bottom of it so that we don't have conflict anymore because we want to we solve that problem and move on. Anyway. Yeah. We got into an argument about the tennis court thing and I don't want to talk about it for very long. But it, the long and short of it mm-hmm. is that I was playing tennis and there was this guy on the other tennis court that was just doing something inconsiderate and I kind of overreacted and I turned it into a into an argument. Yep. And you were kind of saying, you know what, you didn't need to make that into an argument. Some people are just cunts. And we got into a fight over this we were talking about it and we couldn't we just couldn't find the middle ground yeah and i found it later on and i realized you know what it was probably right there are so many times in life where there are just some people there's sometimes there's just people in life who are shit yeah and you don't need to turn it into a fight you can just accept the fact that sometimes people are cunts yeah and it's just funny because i i've got two different stories i've got the tennis court one which i'm not going to retread on but no. the golf course thing which is another one where I wasn't the one that arced up. It right. was my friend who did. And I was the one who was the biased. I kind of just sat there and said nothing. Yeah, yeah. But I thought you'd find it interesting. Um, I was in uni uh-huh. and I was probably about, I don't know, 19 at the time. And my mate and I were playing golf in Brisbane at the Royal Park golf course in the middle of the city. And it's a really cool golf course where like you can actually walk through it to just get from one part of the city to the other sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, we're teeing off on the I don't know the first or second hole and then you know going down the fairway and then we get to the green we're putting and as we're putting a ball yeah right lands on the green yep and bounces past us that's happened to us before as well and it wasn't a par three like it was a par it was a par sorry it wasn't a par four or a five it was a par three and which is obviously if you know you golf you can reach the green in the tee off right okay and 
um, I wasn't aware. Of that. I didn't. I didn't know much about golf at the time. I don't. I'd only played maybe like, I don't know, twenty games of golf in my life, and I still was learning about the etiquette of golf, and I wasn't sure what the deal was in that situation. Right. But my mate, who I was playing with, he was just fuming. You know, like fucking smokes coming out of his ears. He was ready to just to to kill this cunt mm. because he was teeing off when we were still playing. Yeah. And um, I I didn't. I didn't really give a shit. I just kept playing and I putted in. You were playing tennis? Yeah. I, 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 I'm doing a gesture with my hand. It looks like a tennis <laughs> shot. But I, I putted my shot and I didn't give... I, my shot? Yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. I'm talking about. Tennis. Yeah. So anyway, I took the three-pointer. Yeah. And then we went to the next hole. It was backhand. And it was on your bad side. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you took the mark. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I scored a touchdown and yep. then we went to the next... Go- and then we ne- went to the next golf course hole. Free kick. I think that's what you call it. Yeah, we got to the next hole, mm-hmm. and I was about to tee off, and he's like, "Nah, we're waiting for this guy." It's like, "All right, uh, okay." Shit. I don't know what to say to him. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> sit back. And so I just sat there, yeah, and just fiddled with the scorecard, I guess. And he, um, the other guy, putted his shot in, and then caught up, and he came up, and it's like he had no clue what was going on. He's just like, "Hey guys, do you mind if I play through?" Because he was on his own. Yeah. And my mate just fucking lost his shit. Just just blew up he was like you fucking dickhead like what do you know about playing golf you know you you tee off we're putting on the green you're a cunt you're a fucking cunt and just lost his you know just yeah. lost his shit at this guy yeah and i felt really bad for the guy because he you could tell he was not he did he had no idea he was just playing golf he was just playing golf he yeah. had no idea yeah yeah and he actually said i'm so sorry guys like i i didn't realize i'm pretty shit at golf and that shot was just really good. <laughs> and usually I don't reach the green. That's why I took the shot. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a really lucky shot yeah. for me to reach the green. Yeah. And I'm like, Oops. yeah, I'm sorry, mate. Yeah. I didn't. And um, and we just, and I remember I was just like, mate, I, yeah, just play through. Just yeah, play yeah, through. yeah. And my mate was fuming for the rest of the game. We played 18 holes and he fucking hated every second of it. Like right. he was miserable the yeah, rest yeah, of the game. Yeah. And it just after we had that argument and we're talking about the tennis court with me arcing up at this guy yeah and that you know that got me all you know filled with adrenaline and i couldn't enjoy playing tennis with my no. wife anymore i had to stop playing tennis obviously after yep. that and it just made me think you know what you're right in a way you're very right because just like my friend on the golf course he ruined he ruined 17 holes of golf he because angry. he lost his shit in that first hole but with yeah. turning this thing into an argument and the rest of his day was ruined That's and true. it solved nothing no, you know what though? I was just thinking about my reaction as well. Where I, you now we're just we're just gonna suck each other's dicks for the next five minutes. Um, where my reaction, I I was thinking to myself, hindsight, like I was being a fucking a Monday. What do they call it when you? What's that fucking Mon- holier than thou Monday Monday referee or some shit? The next day referee. You're like, if I was the fucking coach. Captain, Captain Hindsight. Yeah, Captain Hindsight. And I and I hate that. And Because when, whenever I do something, someone's always like, oh, what I would have done is this. And you're like, yeah, right, nice one. Uh, you didn't because you weren't there. And fucking hindsight's awesome. If we had the power of hindsight, we'd be superstars. So I think I was a bit of a dick. But you know, no, but you know a lot of stories about people who have gotten glassed and king hit yeah, and true. stuff. 
for just trying to do the right thing and just trying to stand up for you know the small yeah. people it's so a real shame it. yeah the, the it's usually it's always it's a hero status you're kind of like yeah i'm gonna fucking st- step in but in the end it fucks you up but i don't know it's totally not okay to say king hit anymore is it you're supposed to say coward punch now is that true yeah king hit king hit sounds like something yeah. cool yeah true but coward punch is why they changed the name and they they saturated the media with it by saying coward punch because it doesn't sound cool. Fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's it makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good story, Cam. <laughs> Did you know every single one of these ends with you laughing? Yeah. It ends with you going and you, you say some sort of round off phrase. And then like, I ch- and then I chuckle. Well, that was funny. <laughs> Ukulele. <laughs> Ukulele. <laughs> Can I do one for once? Yeah. Can it end with me saying a catchphrase and then and then I laugh? Yeah, go. All right, cool. Or do I say the catchphrase? No? I don't have a catchphrase. Go. Ukulele. <laughs> now you can laugh. Wait, wait. Are we serious? And you can laugh. We're moving on. <laughs> Can't resist it. It's so funny. Oh, and that could be a whole montage of just ukulele, then me laughing, and then ukulele, me laughing, then ukulele. <laughs> now you no, it's no. You're just gonna. You're gonna have all of that uncut, and then ukulele. Maple sap comes out of a tree, mm. out of a tr- type of tree called, I think it's called a sugar maple. Yeah, okay? sure. The sap comes out. Yep. It's extremely watery and it needs to be boiled at like simmered or whatever at a lot, you know, a low oh, enough okay. heat where all the water evaporates and okay. all that's left is the sugar. Oh. And the sugar syrup is called maple syrup. Right. It takes something, I don't know the exact number, but something silly like 20 litres of maple sap to make one litre of maple syrup. It might even be more than that. It's a lot. It might even be 40. Okay. I actually think it's more closer to 40 litres of maple sap mm. to make one litre of maple syrup. And if you buy maple syrup, buy it in the glass jar, mm-hmm. buy the good shit, check mm. the back of the label so it says 100% actual maple syrup. Yep. Because, yeah, you're going to get tricked. You're going to you're gonna end up buying... The maple flavored syrup. No good. And maple flavored syrup is just fucking like corn syrup or sugar syrup with a maple flavor added, mm-hmm. and you've just been had. So you got to look for the glass bottle with the small handle. Yep. And your your fucking pancakes that morning, if you buy the wrong stuff, they're just gonna taste like stupidity because you got fucked. Do you know what I reckon with that little handle is? You could put a clip on it and wear it around your neck. I would. 
and fucking take your maple syrup wherever you go. To the pancake parlor. Fuck the pancake parlor. Yeah, you... I never buy pancakes when I go to the pancake parlor. You don't like desserts. I'm not a dessert person, but it's a real downfall. I feel like I should, if I was to ever go back to the pancake parlor, I should buy pancakes because I order a fucking meal. I, just, I don't know what it is about me, but I see the menu and I'm like... Crepes. And, and everyone... What? Crepes. No. Pancake parlor has a, a large series of crepes that you can order from. But I like pancakes. So you don't order pancakes? Yeah, because I look at, if I'm out at a restaurant and I'm looking at a menu, I go, well, I want to eat food. So, so what do you order at a pancake like parlor? Like a chicken risotto? When's the last time you've been to a pancake parlor? Mm, I think the last time I went to a pancake parlor, I made I, I said this to some the person who I was with, I said... I think I'm just going to have a burger. And they're like, are you fucking stupid? Why are you, when you just get pancakes? That's so, that is so I wrong. Went, I went against the grain. Why would you, res- getting got, a risotto at a oh, pancake don't place. Don't do it. And don't get mains at a pancake parlor. It's fucking weird, mate. They're horrible. It's so weird. I got like a chicken something dish, creamy chicken pasta or something one time. Getting was, a pasta at a so pancake weird. place. It was weird. Yeah, no, no wonder you hate pancake parlor. But the theatre, like, oh, it's such a cool place to go. Cause at, you know, Are you talking about the one in Brisbane that's the church? I love the one that's the church. Yeah. But no, the one in... It's so funny. I had this Norwegian friend yeah. that I went to uni with and we and we went to the pancake parlor. Yeah. And as a Norwegian, he comes from a country, right, where history's treasured. They got like a really long, sure. long traditions yeah. go back you know thousands of years yeah he was fucking horrified he's like why do you he's like why do you turn your buildings into a, something like a pa- a pancake parlor it's ridiculous yeah and he was That's so true, offended though. yeah because this is a historic building he's like your ho- your brisbane a fucking city it's like you turn your you turn your treasury into a casino you turn <laughs> you turn your church into pancake pancake place you fucking idiots <laughs> That is true. That is pretty, yeah. pretty insulting. <laughs> I'm surprised they even were allowed to. Like, what people can, what people uh, protest against these days, mm. uh, turning a church into a pancake parlor. I mean, I'm not religious, so I'm okay with the church, really. But yeah, heritage buildings, like beautiful architecture yeah, and like, old buildings. Like putting it a macas. That's on the, the weird thing, though. That's the only. That's the only reason they saved that building. Is to turn it into a casino. The ca- turning it into a casino is the one thing that stopped them from tearing the fucking building down. I won. I won. I went into the one cent machine areas in the Crown, in Brisbane's Crown once with a whole bunch of people. And one of the guys was... Crown, are you talking about the Treasury Casino? Oh, sorry, Treasury. Crown's in Melbourne. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, we went in once and he was giving us a rundown of how you... Gamble, how you do what you need to do on a pokey machine like how, how to give your money to gambling places how you win on a pokey machine because he was a fucking superstar at it right and so we were ju- we were just dollar droppers we just threw in a whole bunch of dollars me and this other girl and we were just all right let's just try this one machine we won the jackpot like within the first you five dollars no nah, not shooting you massive fucking woohoo and money Bells everywhere ringing and yeah yeah and we ended wow. up yeah we ended up calling it quits after that and then had a wicked night we just got really really drunk and and dancing and are you like the only gambler that quit while they were ahead pretty much yeah we didn't want to lose it because at that stage we were kind of poorish, and you know we ended up unreal the next day we said with our winnings, we're like, fuck it, let's go to Movie World. And we, we, all three of us, our winnings paid for all three of us, or even four of us, 
to go to Movie World, and food, the, everything was all was all paid for by mm. the winnings of our our lucky pokey machine. Mm. You got the minor jackpot, like a few hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fucking awesome feeling. Yeah, and it was a great night. We were super hungover, but it was fun. It's so interesting with gambling. Like, I think that's one of the the best examples of. I guess it, I don't know if it is confirmation bias, but. You can totally understand why gambling is such a huge prevalent thing when Yeah. What? I just remember giggling at me. I just remembered our road trip. Did I talk about this on our No. Road? Remember our road trip with Nick? Yeah. And we kept stopping at um pubs and you and Nick put in like twenty bucks on the pokies. Yeah. And then I came along with my lucky dollar yeah. two occasions yeah. and got fucking the free spins. And yeah. oh, <laughs> like, oh, I think I won like 70 yeah, bucks. Prick. I think I won like 70 bucks on both times. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this gambling thing's fun. Like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you both lost 20 bucks each. Oh, yeah. I'm useless at gambling. So, that was so funny. I felt like a fucking superstar. So I, um, I, I used to work at a casino. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, you Nah, you did, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. I worked at the Treasury. Did you really? Yeah. I was Maybe a, I vaguely remember I was a this. poker machine attendant. I was the guy that would refill the machines when they run out of coins. Or if someone has a big win and there's not enough coins in the machine to pay out. What a cool job. I would bring along the you know, bring along the receipt or whatever that they take to the cashier right. later. And I'd say, Congratulations, well done. It was actually a pretty sad job because most of the time when you come up to people with their receipt, mm. Um, it would be if you're lucky, it would be an old little old lady that's yeah. like, I only put five dollars in, and oh my goodness, I'm gonna <laughs> give all the money to my grandchildren. And it was like really exciting and fucking make your day. Yeah, and you feel so grateful, and you'd whisper to her like, Get the fuck out of here, come back. <laughs> um, but most of the time it was really devastating. You'd come over, and there's just these sad, just oh. destroyed people. You're like, you come up to them with a receipt. That's yeah. printed out that says something like, you know, $3,500. You hit the major jackpot. And yeah. Like, Congratulations. They're like, well, I've fucking already put 6000 into this machine. Bloody oh. fucking grumble, grumble. Like, oh, fuck me. And when, yeah. people die at those machines. They, they, people have heart attacks and strokes Whoa. sitting at the machines because that's, that's their crazy. Life. And that's all they've got left to live for. We're, and they're just chasing the money. When we went to Singapore, I think it was Singapore. Yeah, it was was would have been Singapore. To get into the casino was like a real big deal, and you could own if you were a resident. I don't think a resident was allowed. Yeah, a lot of Asian countries have yeah. that rule, and it's really clever. Yeah, They're like only foreigners can piss away their money. Yeah, in this exactly. To, I think you had to have an international passport to get Great. in. Yeah, we didn't go in, but um, I think there's a th- I, that would probably make a lot of sense because when Crown opened up in Melbourne, mm. there was a a weird. Um, I don't know if it was a rumor or what it was, but there was a, a common um, story of people staying so long in a pokey machine or in a, on a, at a craps table or at a roulette table that they would literally piss their pants. Oh yeah, and just sit in their own filth because they're on a on a lucky streak. But it, I think it's not a. This isn't a stereotype of racism, but I think because a lot of the Asian countries. Um, Gambling I'm was used to gambling. Yeah, gam- and gambling wasn't allowed. They just were like, woohoo. Yeah, they, it's a weird reverse. They get nuts. They like go in nuts countries here. like Malaysia. Yeah. Did you say Malaysia? Yeah. 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 So Korea's the same as well. Right. But I, there are other Asian countries that have the exact same thing where it's like if you have a domestic passport, you can't gamble here. Yeah. But everyone else can. That's crazy. And then it's the reverse. When they travel internationally, they, they 
finally are like, oh, I can gamble here. And they're totally... Go crazy. Yeah, they're, they're, the training wheels come off mm. and they get sucked right in. We were in Sydney not long ago and um, went to the we went to the casino there just because we were waiting for... We were trying to kill a couple of hours. We went up to the roulette table and we sucked. But, like, we put 25... I think we put $25 down or something like that and the guy gave us our chips. And then we went to put it on odds and evens mm. or black and white or what, black and red, whatever it was. And the guy sort of looked at us like, um, you can't put, you have to put a maximum of like 50 on that or something like that. Because we, yeah. I think we put like maybe a dollar or five dollars, I don't even know. But he's like, you need... You didn't put enough, you mean? Correct. It needs to be a maximum at the table. We're like, oh, okay. But then this lady just come along and dropped the fucking hungee down and then grabbed their chips, chucked a fucking couple bunch down, then she won a whole bundle and then fucked off. I was like, man, it's awesome. Yeah, but that's the thing I was gonna say about Better than gambling. selling your money for chip. You don't sex. share the you don't share the shit stories about gambling. You yeah. share the good ones. That's true. That's you, how you know, it's fueled. You have that friend that pumps five dollars into the poking machine every time you, you every time you go out drinking, right? Yeah. You have that one friend who who says, Wait, on the way out I'm gonna pump five dollars into the pokies. They that's don't cool. fucking tell the story about the, the times that they pump five dollars in and it's gone. They tell the story about that one time once mm. where they pumped five dollars in and they won like a hundred bucks. Well, that's exactly and what we think, just did. Yeah, and then you think, <laughs> yeah, but you think to yourself, oh, that must happen pretty often. No, yeah, because you don't. You only ever hear the stories that are positive. Yeah, about gambling. You never hear negative gambling stories. It's not as fun, is it? No, not at all. Oh, I've got a gambling story for is you it, right now. Actually, is it negative? It's about to be a negative this year. I am an Eagles fan. Oh, Philadelphia Eagles. And I haven't been a fan of my whole life or anything like that. But, I mean, I started following him around the Michael Vick era, around 2012 or something like that. So I've only been a fan for maybe six, seven years. Is he right? the, is he the um, coach? No, Michael Vick is the quarterback that went to prison for running a dogfighting ring. Oh, you tell me about that. Yeah. So I, I became a fan of that team at a very dark time yeah. in their history. And, I was um, joking. I went, I went through uh, quite a few years of them struggling and mm. they, they didn't have a quarterback that was really, you know, superstar status and they had really weak um, wide receivers. So they basically had no one who could throw a ball well and they had no one who could catch a ball well. And they fucking won the Super Bowl last year. Yep, and we, I yep. put a bet on it at yep. the beginning of the season. Right. I put down $2 on yeah. them <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they fucking won. And I won $100. You should have put down 10 And I should have put down fucking anything more than $2. Because <laughs> I'm a dipshit. And the only reason I put down $2 on the bet was because that's all I had left in my online oh, betting app. No. I had $2 left in the app. It's like, yeah, let's put it on the Eagles <laughs> to win Super Bowl. And so I decided, right, because I didn't believe enough in my team to put down anything more than $2, I owe it to my team now because they won the Super Bowl and they beat those fucking Patriots. I'm Ooh, gonna, they I'm think gonna, they beat the Patriots. I'm going to let it ride. So I let it ride. And I decided, you oh, know what? No. That $100 that I won, oh, no. I'm going to bet it on them winning the Super Bowl next year because I don't give a fuck. $100, it's like, you it's know, free I'm not going to notice that. I won ninety-eight dollars for yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's free money. I'm gonna let it ride, and so I bet a hundred dollars on them uh, winning the Super Bowl next year. Fuck. So it's gonna be an exciting season. The first few weeks. I'm actually. <laughs> I don't follow NFL whatsoever. I'm. I'm almost. I'm. T that's actually got but me that's, in. But that's that's what I mean. Like that's fun gambling. You right. Know? Right. That's, right. Right. That's a that's two dollar. That's line. a two dollar bet. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. It's not. <laughs> and your it's kids. lasted me two years of fun. It's not your kids' fucking <laughs> college fund or whatever. That's awesome. So all the people out there listening. 
that don't know how to fucking gamble properly, that's how you do it. <laughs> I made $2, last me two years. <laughs> and you know what? If I win next year, I'm going to fucking let it ride again. Who cares? Bullshit. <laughs> no, <I won't. laughs> no way. Fuck that. Take that shit. Uh, then we'll go to movie world. Yay. Oh, man. That's good. Gambling. There you go. You got your fucking ukulele. <laughs> and that's not true because you did one the other... Oh, no, that's right. You did it and then I... Never mind. I got some good news. Yes. I found gums. Oh, yeah. Gums the porno. You told, yeah, you told me you found, you found a website where, you, where we can watch it. Isn't it like some weird... Retro porn website yeah, where yeah, you can watch yeah. retro porn. Classic porn. Uh, should I should I plug the website? Can I do that? Do it, man. They they're not going to get upset about it. No, wait. You can't you oh, you can't look it up. Now. No, no, no. There's no reception, bro. I know. There's no reception, bro. But so the, yeah. So you origi- originally you when I first told you about gums, you looked up the YouTube. You found it on YouTube or something. You found a trailer for it. Yeah. But then you dug deeper. I don't know where the hell, how I found it, but Tube, uh, Tube Porn Classic is a website with all these old school um, or classic pornos. and Lots you, of it's 70s, right? You'd be able to find, I reckon you'd be able to find most, I think it would be a classic porn archive. I don't really know that because I haven't, I found it, I found gums and I didn't want to delve any further. I didn't want to go down the, the, the classic porn rabbit hole. So if you miss Bush, this is the place this to go. This is the place to go. Plus, the other thing is, as you can see, I've got it up on the on the computer at the moment, um, there are just so many ads of weird shit, like just constantly there's people fucking in the corners. And it feels, I don't know, as an adult, I don't, maybe it's, maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm over porn. And I'm overlooking. You're over porn. I'm overlooking at porn on the internet. I don't know why. I think it's about viruses. Where it's about, else do you look at porn then? Well, I don't download porn. Do you watch porn? Not really. No. So how do you get off? Well, since iPhone, I don't. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Tumblr. T- Tumblr. Yeah, and I don't like using my smartphone to go on to porn sites. You don't like the evidence. It's not the evidence. It's that. The fucking the pop-ups and the, the pop-ups. It's so bad. Like it'll just yeah. you just the phone can. You're up. asking for uh, identity fraud. You can get ad block on your phone. Yeah, you yeah, but Android. this is a lot of work just to yeah, watch okay. it. Some swinging boobies. I'm the same though. I I like I, I like need... hassle-free. I like hassle-free porn now these days as well. I don't um, make a day of it. I don't make a night of it. Gifts. Just... Gifts are great. Great. You just I just need something to just to help me to. Okay, can't think straight. Boom. Oh, there we go. Yep, two minutes of glory, fantastic, done, move on with my you day. You can bang one out in two minutes. Oh, easy, easy. Jesus. I don't need to light candles and tweak my nipples and shit. I just so need... you could put the kettle on yeah, and before it's done boiling, you're back. Yeah. You're back with the milk. Yeah, but I've washed my hands first. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I found this website, but I put it on as a favourite. I saved it as a favourite so that we could watch it. But I also, every time, I felt like a 12-year-old because I, I'd i be waiting for someone to come in while I'm, while I'm looking at this 
uh, porn site. It's clearly a porn site. There's no hiding. There's no going, oh, no, no, I was looking at my emails. No, nah, this is a porn site. Um, yeah, there's a million... From where I'm sitting right now, there's a million ads surrounding the frame. Whoa, that, that's crazy. Is that a swinging dick? That's a swinging dick. There's a computer CGI um, lady with really big boobs. That's a really huge... Um, and she's got a massive yeah. cock swinging around. I didn't realise that was a fetish, actually. The, um, you know, hen, like the Japanese, the hentai style. There's a whole other genre of fetish porn that's not hentai with the animated Japanese style, you know, manga sex. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a similar thing, but it's, um, you know, trans, it's transgender... Sure. Uh, like I don't know what to, what to call it. Like uh, like heme, uh, what's it called? Hermaphrodite porn. Sure. With um, you know the 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 girls with really big boobs and feminine, Dude. really feminine bodies. Dude. But with a giant cock. Dude. And it's it's I have I didn't realize how popular it is. It's a massive. Genre. Dude. What have you seen, Clerks? The first one. Yeah. Chicks with dicks, dude. Chicks with dicks, dude. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> chicks oh, yeah. with dicks. There's a whole scene about I chicks with dicks. That's right. Now it's bringing back memories. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it was so pop. I know. I always knew it was a thing, but yeah. I didn't know it was so big. It's huge. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, back to that. Um, but yeah, we found it. Gums. We're going to watch it after this. Let's watch it yeah, after Yeah, all right. Is it, is it, is that, That's not gay. <laughs> It's only gay if we're jerking each other off. I I wonder where the grey area is actually. No, because no... I know I know guys that went to all boys um, schools where that was just normal to beat off around with other dudes in the room and so other dudes knowing that you're doing it. So weird. And for me, that's kind of that seems not doesn't seem gay, but it just seems uncomfortable. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it. No, I would and feel it, really. It's not about. It's just so strange. I feel like. I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe it's the maybe it's the attitude of the people that I know. Like the guys that would do that would be so homophobic, but they're happy to just jerk off in a room together. Yeah, I think that's what that's what makes it so weird. I think just everyone's different. There was um, there was a friend of mine, a, a female friend of mine in uni, where her housemate mm. um, she would be sitting on the couch. He would be sitting on the couch at the other end, for example. They're watching TV. And they're just housemates. There's yeah. no relationship there other than housemates. Right. And he would um, just just pull his dick out and start just stroking it. And she would just keep watching TV while he was doing it. And when she told me the story, I said, that can't be true. And she said, no, that's, a, that's how it is. It's just some people are just... That's blown my mind because that's yeah. fucking weird. Right? That's that's sexual assault in these days. Pretty much. But, but when she told me this story, this was probably like, you know, 10 plus years ago. No, I don't know. She cool. just said it like it, was, it wasn't a problem. It's no thing. You know what I mean? There was nothing. She didn't find anything aggressive about it. She was just like, yeah, cool. Do your thing. I'm going to keep watching <laughs> ER. Well, nah, put your dick away. Get the, the toilet. If you're gonna weird, do it, right? Yeah, go to your, go to your room. Like... Exactly. Why are but, you doing that near me? But that's the thing. It's like it's almost like it's just a perfect combination of people who are okay with certain things. Sure. He is. He wants to jerk off watching ER with his housemate <laughs> next to him, who is who is a woman. Yeah. And she's okay with watching ER while her a guy next sitting nearby is is spanking it. Fuck. That makes me feel weird. Yeah, it makes me feel weird. So just weird. remembering that memory of her telling me. But it's just that's how it is. It's yeah. like I told you that friend of mine, his brother, 
I talked. Did I talk to you about this with the mm. down the the bunk bed wanks? I had a friend in. Yeah, I maybe I didn't tell you. There was a friend in high school. Mm. He had a step. His parents split up when he was in primary school. Mm. So on the weekdays, he would live with his mum, mm-hmm. and I'd ride to school with him on the weekdays, and then on the weekends, he would go stay at his uh, dad's house with his step family, with his step mum and his step brother and stepsister and step whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he'd just bring back the weirdest fucking stories from his step because I never had anything to do with the weekend friend. Right. I was just I was his, I was his weekday mate. <laughs> Yeah. And he'd bring back these fucked up weekend stories to me. Just, yeah. And like one of them just couldn't get out of my head because I didn't, luckily, I didn't have a devious brother. Yeah. Um, so this is his, st- sorry, this is his go over to or? live with it. Yeah, he'd go over and stay at the weekend with his step, his dad and his stepbrother would be in the bunk bed with him. He is, his brother had the lower bunk and he slept in the top bunk. I'm looking at you Thank like, God. I'm looking at you like you're picking your toenails at the table just for, for the listeners. <laughs> What? Like uh, my face is... I'm just expressing oh, my, how, my face. My facial expression right now Why? is... Because I'm just waiting for this weird shit. Oh, you're waiting I'm not judging gross. you. I'm judging the... St- I'm, I'm just yeah. look, I'm just not okay with this. But keep going. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, yeah. So he would... He would, he would sl- be falling asleep in his bed. Yeah. And his stepbrother would be beneath him around the same age. Like, I don't know, late primary, early high school. Something like that. Mm. You know, teen, mm. early teenage. Okay. And his stepbrother would just have a wank. And he would feel the bed vibrating a bit and he'd hear oh, it. Okay. And he'd be just like trying to ignore it and go on to bed. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's and not then as his, bad And so then his far. brother would finish. Oh, God. But his brother, I don't know, what didn't have any sense. And he wouldn't know how to finish. So he'd just spray it down the wall. Oh, you did tell me this. He sprayed it on the wall and it would oh, just go down the side God. where the bed was. Oh, man. And That's fucked up. When he told me the story, the only thing I could say was like, well, thank fuck you're on the top bunk. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> I call the top bunk. <laughs> okay. You've been listening Oh, is this me? Is this what... <laughs> You've been listening to The Campfire with Parkinson Daily. That's Daily. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram... Facebook and our website all with the same name The Campfire with Parkers and Daily <laughs> or you can go <laughs> you can <laughs> oh. send us an email <laughs> Thanks for listening. The campfire with Parkinson Daily at at gmail.com. Cool jazz. Nice. Go to go to voices. Go all the way to the start, and there'll be like you might see it number five.
Hit the ride symbol up the, the middle one. There it is. Yeah. <laughs>